0: Hello and welcome to episode 27 of the Football, Football, Football podcast. I'm your host, Peter McGowan, and tonight is a unique one. I am on my own. Uh, yep, due to work conditions for all three of us, um, we're not all been able to be about. So it's down to me, I'm afraid. Um, yep, do, uh, do stay with me. But uh, plenty to talk about. Uh, I'll try and make it uh, easy to listen to and probably a bit shorter than normal. Um, but I tell you what, The title race is really hot and up Uh, today. Obviously, it's it's the Sunday Arsenal play tomorrow night. And I'll tell you what, they can't afford to slip up at all. Um, Manchester City or the Manchester derby today. uh, Manchester City winning a free one after going behind with a hell of a shot. uh, A rocket from uh, Marcus Rashford um, after City completely dominated the opening 15 or so minutes. And then Rashford just unleashes one on the counter attack um, straight from an um, knocks over to Fernandez who just then tees him up and he just just lets one fly. Absolute quality, quality goal. Uh like I say, kind of a, totally against a runner play. Um City were there kind of for the take and at certain points. Just that, that ball over the top just um was on continuously, really. Uh there was another chance where Rashford probably should have scored, but he just I mean, he took that really hard chance and then another one he just hit thin air. It's quite funny, really. But um, no, again, City, I mean, even that first half, they had they had 12 corners just in the first half. So you can see, you can tell just by that how much pressure the Manchester United goal was under. Um, and again, and Liverpool as well, coming a 99th minute winner uh, against away at Nottingham Forest, where they haven't won in 40 years. I was like, no, that can't be right. Yeah, 1984, I was like, oh, wait, well, that just shows how old I am because... I was like, 1984, that's not that long ago. Oh, no, it really is. Yep, it's 2024 (laughs) now, I'm real. Absolutely unbelievable. Um, Like I say, Arsenal play tomorrow night away at Sheffield United. Might not be as easy as one uh, expects there, to be honest. Uh, But a lot of the talk is um, around the Liverpool-Nottingham Forest game with um, Paul Tierney. Uh, And this is one bloke who I don't tend to stick up for. Um, if you listen to the podcast, you'll know that I tend to slate him quite a lot. But in this one, he was consistent. I'll give him that. Everyone's saying, "Yeah, the drop ball situation." He, uh, he should have then give it back to Nottingham Forest, but he he give a drop ball to Liverpool, who then went on to the counter attack, and um, yeah, back at uh, the goalkeeper, and then uh, lobbed it to the far end, where probably uh, Nottingham Forest should begin giving it just by where the throw-in was. He did, like I say, he was consistent with this one because he'd done the first, uh, an, um, a, this in the first half with a head injury and uh, uh, riled the Liverpool fans up and myself by then giving it to Nottingham Forest. So he was consistent with this one, but obviously the circumstances were a lot different in time-wise anyway. Um, and bear in mind, Nottingham Forest had more than enough chances to uh, to get anything from this game. Uh, Alanga, one-on-one with uh, Kelleher, and again, the young lad in goal, fantastic. For a number two, I mean he's 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 a number one for most clubs, really, if he in their shirt. Um he's he's just unfortunate. He's got Allison in front of him for Liverpool, but again, phenomenal. Um, yeah, keeping out Alanga and making many other saves as well. That's the thing with Liverpool, as as are they they are top, but they always give the opposition uh, a chance to attack them and uh, maybe nick a goal themselves, but um, that's the difference. A lot of people say City are boring, mainly because it's just so dominant and uh, it's torture, torture to watch or torture to be under that cosh from them. Um, Man United faced that, like I say, today. I think they had 26% possession, Manchester United, and they faced 27 shots from Man City. So Man City had more shots than Man United had possession. that's, That's insane. Again, it's the Man City-Liverpool, you know, the, the title race. It's the top end. It's the quality needs to be there. Any draw is a loss. And that 99th-minute winner was absolutely huge for Liverpool. A lot of people arguing as well, saying, oh, but it was only eight minutes added on. Why was it in 98, point, uh, or 98 uh, minutes, 38 seconds? Because it's a minimum. A minimum of um, eight minutes added on was, was what it was. Uh, actually two Nottingham Forest players were actually booked in that eight minutes for time-wasting. So that's where that extra 38 seconds come from. It's okay. okay. Um, and, you know, it's not like hand it to Liverpool. Liverpool just, all they can do is keep trying to score in the time that they're allowed. And again, um Nottingham Forest had the chance to clear it. Uh, I don't know, it was Morgan Gibbs-White um, or I think it was him. He could have just, booted up the pitch. Uh, maybe they thought they could have a breakaway themselves and try and play their way out uh, on the edge of the 18 but um, yeah, McAllister stole it back. Give a little shimmy one side, turned to the other on his weaker left foot. Anyway, he had a look up at the same time so he knew what he wanted to do and then put a lovely little dinked cross in and Darwin Nunes, the man, number nine for Liverpool in the 99th minute, heads in and absolutely, it, it reminds me of uh, when Allison scored uh, against West Brom the other year. that, that propelled liverpool on to i mean then it was just going trying it to the top four place with an injury ravaged squad uh, ravaged squad again massive injuries at the moment but um again saving themselves and it feels massive it really does feel massive and yeah i mean again today man City keeping up that pressure but you can't slip and it's a massive one next week uh, Man City away at Liverpool, at Anfield. Um, it's going to be absolutely huge, that one. It was mean, just before the international break as well. Liverpool probably, dare I say, could lose that one. Not, I don't want it to happen. I never, ever want Liverpool to lose at Anfield either. But they could probably let that happen because once you return from the international break, it is Arsenal against Man City as well. I mean, um, so again, Arsenal... Would be top, I think, during the uh, international break if they do go on and win both those games. while Liverpool, Man City play, say for instance. Um, bear bear in mind if they do win, obviously tomorrow night they'll put them on sixty-one, uh, City on sixty-two, Liverpool sixty-three. So, so Arsenal sixty-one, they'd be on sixty-four. No, they wouldn't be able to go top with Man City one. But if Liverpool, Man City drew. Be on sixty four, that would put Man's uh, Arsenal on sixty four as well. So you, you could probably see that happening, but then Liverpool would then be uh, favoured with them two playing each other. Also, it's just like it's, it's just it's it's great. There's a three way title race. I mean, you bear in mind. I mean, Villa are three points behind. I don't. They're not. They ain't got the longevity for it. Let's be honest. Um, they've got Spurs next as well, who are they just catching up with them. So they've got to be careful themselves because Spurs have got a game in hand, and and with you, with today as well. Man United have really slipped away from that top four opportunity. Absolutely. I mean, they're, they're now six points behind Spurs in fifth. Uh, with um, And Spurs have got a game in hand with that, obviously. Uh, that, so they're also um, 11 points off fourth. So, yeah, Man United's top four hopes are massively slipping away. But again, you know, City's so dominant. And it's it's it is hard to watch uh, if there's a way. you definitely was if you're a Man United fan today. I mean, except for that first half display, it was, it was just, you know, it was just getting worn down over and over and over. And Phil Foden, what a player. What a player. I mean, Gareth Southgate was there today, and I keep saying it many times. If he doesn't build this England squad around this man, then he's an idiot. Honestly, you should be instead of Kane and you know you well. You're gonna have your Bellingham in there, but you just put Foden in and Bellingham and let the rest and just go around that. Honestly, England will get so far with that. I just hope. I just hope we see sense. I mean, yeah, I'm excited. I'm kind of excited for the Euros. I, I don't get too carried away of England usually, but this squad, well, this at least the start and eleven we could have potentially have, is, could be phenomenal. Um, again, like I say, uh. I will. I'll touch one more time on on the title race. Harland again. He, he missed. If, I don't know, if you watched this game, how he missed a chance early in this game from three yards out, especially after midweek um, FA Cup parawakes where he scored five, four goals sorry, five goals. So it was four four assists for De Bruyne. that's ridiculous as well. But and then. His biggest chance of this game comes from three yards out and he skies it. Somehow managed to knock it over the bar. Incredible. Yeah, you'd put your mortgage on him to score on that. Absolutely. But he did eventually score in this game. Um, Man United playing out from the back. Amrabat has been absolutely shocking. Shocking signing for Manchester United. Um, loses it to Rodri, who didn't just, uh, pass into uh, Harland, who opens up his body, puts onto his uh, stronger left foot. And just slots it into the corner, makes it three one. Kills absolutely kills the game. Not like it wasn't still alive, really. Because once City got ahead, Man United had no chance, no chance whatsoever. But again, you know, say so City ruthless, um, Man United hopeless. Because <laughs> uh, Moffi's not here, I will, I will, I'll bring up the. Well, he he, he would have brought this up anyway. Let's, let's be honest, Moisey. Absolutely struggling the last few weeks. Even Moffey himself started going, oh, I don't know, you know. <laughs> but now back-to-back wins. Pakatar makes an absolute huge difference to this team. Um, again, they, I mean, they were fortunate. Uh, Moyes even come out and said to himself how fortunate they were, mainly thanks to uh, Ariola in goal is why they come away for this uh, with the three points. Obviously they come away 3-1 winners, but how that got to that point, I don't know. Um, Everton... Could have taken the lead early, early-ish with Beto, but he missed the penalty. He missed the penalty. Uh, Ariola saved it. Fantastic save. He made a few. I think, um, yeah, the left winger. Oh, God, his name's just jumped up. Dwight McNeil having, Dwight McNeil, sorry. He's at least having four or five shots on uh, West Ham's goal. And he, he seemed to be having a shoot on sight on, the, on his mind throughout the whole game. And you know, Ariola matched him all the way. And even when Calvert-Lewin did eventually come on, he's, he's gone 20 games now without a, uh, without a goal. And actually, with that, it's also 10 games now for Everton without a win. Who's actually had a terrible week? Well, no. It's, to be fair, it's not a terrible week. It got a little bit better for them because they were, <laughs> they were in the bottom three, but had their their points deduction reduced. To six points. So originally it was ten points, and it's now reduced. They got four points extra and put them up to fifteenth. But obviously with another loss, they've gone further down. Um, with that, you know, I I felt absolutely terrible for, for for Luton, who they they were doing right. I suppose um, Rob Edwards he did say, you know, it doesn't change their scenario that they didn't expect Everton at at any point to um, to get a point deduction, so they can only work off what they're doing themselves. But um, again. I don't want to get sidetracked. This, this is this is the annoying thing about being on my own, I can get easily sidetracked. Um, so I won't go on to the Luton, uh, losing 3-2 to Villa, just yet anyway. Um, but yeah, Everton, ugh, terrible. Terrible for them. Um, I mean, the, the fans are starting to turn on um, Daesh as well. It's big boos at the end. Uh, like us say, 10 games without a Premier League win. And uh, you can't really see where it's coming at the moment. They are really struggling. They've um, they've scored the least goals in the Premier League. Yeah, so they're not except I mean, with Daish, he was never known as the most attacking manager, even with Burnley. He he was just always solid at the back, but they're they're leaking goals massively easily, too easily for them, really. And they're absolutely struggling. Yeah, like I say, with with West Ham, that is back to back. They had a, a really good win on Monday night as well, 4-2, 4-2 win. I mean, I, I turned on the telly and um, I missed the first twelve minutes. I turned it on and it was two one. I was like, where on earth has this just come from? Two one, absolutely flying. Um, obviously, Jared Bowen getting his first hat trick as well, Premier League hat trick for West Ham. Another headed goal. He's, he's five 9 I think it's five headed goals now, and he's. He's equal with a lot of uh, the big 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 fellas, six foot f- um six foot boys. And he's up there. And um yeah, he, he just I thought Jot might be up there, but he's not. Um Murphy did send me a list, I haven't got it right now, but uh yeah, doing really well is Jared and he may well be on that England plane, as well as Ollie Watkins. Like I so I was about to mention the Luton game. And Ollie Watkins, how cool is this guy in front of the goal at the moment? Uh we always brought him up early on in the pods as He'd always have chances. Every single game, he'll get a chance, but whether it's whether he can take them. And now he's, he's been a lot more clinical. He's very comfortable in that Villa shirt. He knows he's very much the main man and he's uh, definitely England's uh, number two striker. And he will definitely be going to that Euros. If if Kane isn't fit for some reason, he's, he's more than capable of holding that front line for us. He, I mean, he gives, he gives so much effort and, if he does miss he's always willing to put himself back in there and, and keep trying he, he'll never he'll never shy away from it um absolutely phenomenal striker and um, but i, f- I mean rob edwards must've been fuming though because i mean he's got he's he's side with 2-0 down they managed to get it back to 2-all and then they go and give away a, a silly sloppy third goal and and lose the game how frustrating is that especially after the week they had when you know that they were out of the bottom, bottom three, but now they got put straight back in there and then uh because of the deduction, although Everton and Mike and forest are still awaiting what possibly could happen with them. Uh, Would that be three more points each? We don't know. Um, only, only time will tell on that. Apparently there is a, a May 24th deadline on that one, which will actually be after the season. So how wrong is that? So we could have the bottom three done and dusted. Well, I say done and dusted. And then we're awaiting a trial result um, where people could get deductions and then they could go down themselves afterwards. How frustrating is that just for the fans, for for all those clubs, really the ones who are potentially facing the fines or the ones who are hoping that these fines go ahead because they end up in that bottom three. It's, it's just not right. Surely they must know by now how, how this is going to go. So get it done, get it done before the season. Absolutely. I mean, I can only imagine the forest owner though. I mean, after seeing him storm the pitch after the Liverpool result, honestly, the Brian blessed looking motherfucker. Come on to that pitch. I don't know what he's was expecting to do after that. Or as you can say, this is a travesty. Let me talk to the referee at once. I don't know if that's Brian blessed or Bain. I don't <laughs> it's, honestly, it's not how I expected to go on my own, to be fair. Maybe James might have laughed at that. Maybe not. Uh, but still. But we'll head to uh FA Cup. The FA Cup as well this week. I already uh, touched on Haaland getting five goals. Five goals in one game. Uh and De Bruyne assisting him for four of them. I mean, that that is that is some going. Uh unfortunately was for Luton, they were on the receiving end of it, losing six two total. Um that was a hell of a game to be fair. Um again, City just just dominant. I mean, even if you do score against them, it's, can you keep them out? Um, and in and the next round, it's looking good. I mean, you got Chelsea, Chelsea. Chelsea's still in there. So, you know, Chelsea, Liverpool in there. It's going to be Liverpool Chelsea final, isn't it? You, you just know it. Chelsea got Leicester next to uh, actually beat Bournemouth 1 0. Um, I think it was extra time as well, wasn't it? Maidstone United, although they were upset they got to Coventry and, you know, in the draw. They got absolutely tonked. 5-0. And yeah, put Coventry through to the next round who actually face Wolves. Wolves away who beat Brighton. So very decent for them. uh, Beat them 1-0. Man City are all at home against Newcastle. I mean, that'd be absolutely huge for Newcastle, wouldn't it? If they they manage to upset the odds and even get to a final. They need something. Eddie Howe kind of needs something. I feel like they do. I mean, I know they had a good win yesterday. But uh, just their season is a bit meh, isn't it? It's, I don't think that thing has been very underwhelming with how they finished, obviously, in the top four last season. Absolutely flying. Probably expected a bit more. Probably expected to at least get to the knockouts, um, especially with their home form. I know I, I thought they would do. Obviously, very unlucky with the whole PSG situation, what went on there. Um, obviously, also next round, Manchester United at home against Liverpool. I mean, I, I, I mean, based on today's performance, yeah, I'm pretty confident as long as Liverpool don't get any more <laughs> injuries, I'm quite confident that Liverpool may well go through on that one. And uh, yeah, Liverpool Chelsea final, eh? Again, another draw, another penalties, or Kelleher being the hero. I'll take it. I must admit, absolutely. Uh oh, that's typical. That's just disappeared. But um, also another thing, I'd say Leicester. I I mentioned, I touched on Leicester there, didn't I? Top of the championship, but somehow have lost three on the bounce and has really opened up the title race now to see who will be joining uh, the Premier League bunch next season. Ipswich now, uh, after their win away against Plymouth, um, good good win, Uh, are now three points behind Leicester, who at one point I think they were 12 points ahead. Le- um, Leicester couldn't, uh, Ipswich couldn't buy a win Le- uh, Leeds weren't doing much but I mean they'd gone on a good 5 game win themselves but at one point before they- they'd already had their slump Southampton would gone 20 unbeaten and then they've had a bit of a slump recently they have now on 70 points and they're a bit far off the Leicester maybe but that second spot is definitely in their grasp so you've got Leicester City on 78 you got Ipswich on 75 and Leeds on 73 and Southampton in 4th on 70 points I mean, that's that's absolutely a great championship run and it'll be interesting to see who actually does come up. I mean, <laughs> obviously two of those will get the top two spots but then you'll probably be someone in like Hull, City and Sick who'll go and join them or Norwich who's just outside now. Yeah, they they've actually going good good guns now. Look, I think they've what, won four out of their last six as well, Norwich. They were looking, they were looking dead and buried at one point early in the season. People were writing them all right off. They're a yo-yo club, they'll probably get in that prime playoffs and knock one of those top two out, wouldn't they? But no. Um yeah, Ipswich now five five wins on the bounce. Leads that draw, yes, they that would have been had they not drawn, I mean they're up against ten men leads. Had they done that, that would have been six wins on the bounce for them. Um, massively slipping. Um yeah. A, a fantastic title race. I mean, yeah, Leicester were taking a bit too serious for a lot of people's liking, but um no. Maybe they just feel like they let everyone else have a chance. They'll probably win it still, to be fair. But is it too big a ass for Ipswich? That'd be a big loss for Leeds, to tell you. It's, they are a Premier League club, aren't they? they need to be up there. But uh, yeah, exciting times down there. It's not just all about the Premier League, we know. It's, although it's the main bread and butter of the whole, the whole world. I'd say the whole world of football. It's the best league in the world. Other people don't, other leagues don't like to hear it, but it genuinely is. It's got the most money and the best players. Except for Jude Bellingham. Uh, absolutely. So, Moffy and James did help me with this week. We've um, given me ideas of what to run it. And, and they did, we, we do try and keep Dickhead of the week in here because I do like that. And this week. Um, They've given me a couple of ideas. Um, just this, this between the two. So uh, for these two, let's going to tell who is going to be dickhead of the week. So I think James wanted Pogba and uh, Muffy wanted Ten Hag. Now Ten Hag, he wanted him in there because he's defending. I mean, he's defending Bruno Fernandez, and he's been being targeted. It was after he was seen diving on the floor, and then. He just rolls around, and then soon the ball comes in. and jumps up, and or his team got a chance. He jumps up, and he he's, and he says he's being targeted. No, sorry, I can't defend. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah well, it's not going to be Ten Hag anyway because I've given it to him before in the past, so he's not going to be that again. And the Pogba one, yeah, we'll get there in a second. But he's only defending his own player, but it's 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 tough to defend Fernandes because. He is a cheat. He is he literally the, the, what makes it, it probably ruined his career more than anything. Not ruin it, but you know, makes it harder for him is he, he used to like to cheat. He'd roll around. He 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 makes the most of everything. He's in your face. He's a rat looking fuck. He just, just makes, he's one of the uh, most hated players in the Premier League. I, I must admit, uh, you hear it all the time we see it online. Yeah. You know, Bruno Ferranda really winds, rubs people up the wrong way. He is, a less bitey Luis Suarez for some. Um, less skillful, less of a player, let's be honest. Um, and um, a, a Manchester United captain who even a former captain Roy Keane doesn't even like. So, you know, he's meant to lead by example and yet he's always rolling around and just trying to con people out, con con the referee, con his fellow professionals. And yeah, he, he's just, it's just annoying. But then, you know, Ten Hag is always going to defend his own man, so... You know, he's not going to get it. Whereas Pogba, come on, man, what on earth happened to you? I mean, he went to, he was flying, flying at Juventus. Uh, he then decided to go to Manchester United for a, a record fee. I think it was, it was 80 million or 89 million. <sighs> he had a couple of, they had a couple of domestic, well, I'll say domestic. They had a couple of trophy wins, including the uh, Europa League, uh, the League Cup you're always disappointed. He upsets Sooness too much because <laughs> he, he he's got all the attributes, is not he? He's got the skill. He's got the power. He has he's an eye for a pass, but he just never, he never puts it all together. And he, consistently anyway, we saw what he could do in a world cup before when France went on to win it. And he was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So you, you see glance, um, yeah, glances of it. And it's frustrating when you don't see it a lot. And, um, but for now, He's now been given a four-year ban. He's thirty now, and he's been given a four-year ban of the uh, antidote by the anti-doping association. So I, I don't know what what he's been doing. Clearly, they've uh, they know exactly what it is, and they obviously they're going to disclose that information. But uh, he's definitely been found guilty, and he's out for four years. And um, even Allegri himself tonight has even said um, it's it's very sad. Both on a human level and for football, um, and I don't think—I mean, Pogba's going to appeal it, but I mean, they don't just hand that out willy nilly at, at all. I mean, Adrian Mutu ruined his career, but Paul Pogba, honestly, mate, seriously, you—you've completely ruined your career and you've just made it worse. So you really are dickhead of the week and a lot more, um, but. Well, you might as well kick you eye down. <laughs> but still, uh, I won't do predictions this week. Uh, what we'll do, we'll put those on our Instagram page. So I'll ask the lads in the week to do theirs um, for the coming weekend. By all means, do give it a follow us on Instagram. It's football underscore pod. Uh, there I'll do updates of what we we're planning to talk about on the next pod. And you can have your say and by all means, get in touch. Um let us know what you think of certain situations or, or something else that we may have missed and, uh, we could bring up ourselves and, uh, you may well get a mention on the show. Um, that'd be fantastic. So the yeah, air that is on Instagram football underscore pod. Uh, look, so I'll, I'll try and ke- I'd wanted to keep this one short this week cause I am on my own. Um, and I don't want to bore you. So uh, thanks again for joining me. Uh, I hope it weren't too painstaking for you and, uh, hope the lads will be back next week. Um, Again, thanks for listening. Take care.